0: And there's a lot of people out there that want me to address other names.
1: There's one particular person who will remain nameless. And I will not deny it. I think he's a fat, no-good bastard who I despise to the core.
0: There's no fat too big, no fat too small. When you need help, just follow. Chip and James, rescue Better. Ch-ch-chip-chip and chase. Rescue Batters. Welcome back to week six of Rescue Betters. We're going to start out the, this episode with the bye weeks. We only got two this week. We got the Green Bay Packers and the Pittsburgh Steelers. So this episode will have 14 game spreads for you. We'll give you all of our up-to-date stats on last week, and our full season head-to-head battle with our best better, And then we'll have our best better bets for you this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by DeLuca Duck Eggs. (laughs) I start the day with 11 raw DeLuca Duck Eggs. The duck is a living velociraptor, and my body runs better with prehistoric alpha predator protein. The duck is the moneymaker of the bird world. Just look at Scrooge McDuck. That's just science. Then I knock out a quick workout, all glamour muscles. This isn't for function, this is for intimidation. When my biceps are blazing, my body is hopped up on duck protein, I make sweet love to all of my future baby mamas with each week's FanDuel spreads taped to my headboard and Pat McAfee playing at full blast in the background. My theory behind this is at climax, you're closer to the collective subconscious, and the pics just come to me. Again, science. <laughs> Our Week 5 stat. James went 42% on his picks. Six wins, seven losses. I shit the bed. Week 5 was rough. Five and eight on my picks at 35%. James still killing it on prime time. Getting two wins, one loss. I, the exact opposite, one win, two losses. Both of us had another crappy week in our Best Better competition. I think James went blank and lost his full 1,000. I lost another 700. So season stats for head-to-head battle, we're actually tied right now. Currently, 45% of our picks have been correct. James doing well in the prime time, 62%. It's only four, 54% to be profitable. So if you've been listening to James so far, he's been putting extra money in your pockets. I, on the other hand, for prime time, just stick to James. I'm at 37% on my prime time picks. I don't know what it is. I guess I get suckered into the media. But James, I like to highlight that, 62% on primetime is pretty impressive. Uh, On the season, for the best better, we got James in the negative, minus 997. I shorten in the gap only because James had a bad week. I don't see that happening too often, so I need to be better on my picks. But I stand at minus 1,857. So that's where we stand on the best better competition. (laughs) Starting out, we're going to do the London game at 9 o'clock. We got the Titans at home plus 4.5 against Baltimore Ravens. I'm going with the Ravens minus 4.5. James? Yeah, it's a tough one for me. I'm going to go with the Ravens also. <sighs> it's, it's yeah. I, do you want to talk more in, about that game, or are we just going to talk the
1: spreads? I thought about taking the Titans because they're good against the run. But they struggled against uh, the Colts, who had a running quarterback. So I felt like the Ravens were also due for a bounce back after the poor game against the Steelers. The yeah. Titans just don't have a. Titans seem to be one of those teams. They're just like you don't feel good about them, but you can't count them out. So it's just like they make games tough.
0: Yeah, they have a good run defense, and like that's what the Ravens can do best. So like I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. And I just, you said it best, I think the Ravens are going to have a bounce back game. They had five drop passes against the Steelers. And then the
1: whole London thing just throws another fucking wrench into it. You never know how certain teams get, like, I I don't have a whole, I don't remember either of these teams playing in London before, they might have, but I just don't remember. Like, it's not like the Jaguars where they do it all the time, so you feel good about one of them. Yeah. So I... It's
0: the four – I mean, it's it's early. Like, I just – we do these picks early, and it throws us off because I, I just – I have a feeling that the Titans aren't going to be four-and-a-half. Like, I, I just – I think that line's going to change. But currently, for this current episode, we're both going with the Ravens minus four-and-a-half at the moment. Uh, the next game will be the first one o'clock game. we got the home team of the Cleveland Browns getting nine-and-a-half points against the 49ers from what you told me before we started, Watson's not playing. So, I don't see why the Browns will be any good on offense. So, I expect another low-scoring game. I think the under for this game is 35 and a half currently. I think that covers easily. Niners probably win this game 20 to nothing. I don't like I just don't see the Browns doing much on offense. I mean, they might get to Purdy, you know what I mean, but I just I think the Niners are rolling and the Browns are hurting a little
1: bit. James? Yeah, uh, I think I'm going to go with the Niners also because of the Browns quarterback hurt. I, I feel as though either the Panthers or the Browns have to cover this morning. Um, they both might cover, but at least one of them is going to cover. I don't uh, I don't like taking the Browns, but again, with that, the over and unders, uh, by like 36 and a half?
0: Yeah. It might have went up since I checked it. I checked it this morning and it was 35 and a half. I actually have that in our best better.
1: Yeah, so 35 and a half, you start to get in the tough where it's hard to cover 10 points and still be under 35 and a half. So, I wouldn't bet on the Niners, but I might lean lean Niners in this one just because of the quarterback situation in Cleveland.
0: Yeah, I just I mean they lost their stud running back. Now they don't have their highly highest paid quarterback overpaid quarterback i meant to say there I just i don't see how they're going to move the ball against the right now the best power ranking team in football the san francisco 49ers like they're the best team in football the browns have nothing on offense i just i get what you're saying it's hard to cover a 10 point spread and still hit that under but yeah moving on to the next game we got the falcons at home minus two and a half against the washington commanders I like the Commanders' defense, but they're not at home. So I think the Falcons win this game by at least a field goal. I like the Falcons minus two and a half.
1: James? Yeah, this is actually the last game I picked. It was a tough one for me. The Falcons are what I went with, but it was tough because the Falcons run the ball best and the Commanders have like their strength, of their teams, their defensive line. It was a tough one for me. The um fact that uh Ritter played pretty well last week too gives me a little bit more faith in the Falcons so He had a
0: rushing touchdown correct
1: Yeah I think he had a rushing and a passing touchdown. So. Yeah
0: he's starting to open up but like I do like the
1: Falcons not to cut you off go ahead No that's it I like I said it's a tough one for me though It's kind of Point flip game, right around a field goal.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, they got the Commanders 18, the power rankings, but they're not home. So, like, they play better at home. You said, uh, like, Ritter, he's starting to get going. Is his tight end hurt, or does he just not like Kyle Pitts?
1: Like, nah, I, he actually has been using the other, their other tight end, I think. The John U. Smith, isn't he there John
0: Smith, is that who he's throwing it to? Because I swear to but God. But Pitts, like, I think, had a good game last week. Yeah, I like I don't watch every Falcons game religiously, but like I don't think has Kyle Pitts caught a ball this year. Like mm-hmm. you're doing fantasy, like is he like
1: he's got to be like I don't even know if he's worthy enough to say he's in the top 32 for tight ends. Like, yeah, like last week I think he had a good week, but other than that he hasn't. And it's kind of the same thing with like they have some talent with Pitts and London, but uh, they now, and now Bijan, they like, just want to run the ball. The to... now is that. Who is their head coach? I'm for blanking
0: on it right now.
1: We uh, the Mike Cowboys Smith. have
0: Dan is Mike Smith, so he's a. Runner. I think that's his that's name. why he likes to pound the rock. Yeah. I, they have a lot of talent. I wish they'd spread the ball a little bit more, man.
1: I'd love to hear
0: Pitt's name more on this radio. I think
1: the like, Falcons' defense is a little underrated too. They they brought in um, Clayus Campbell. They added uh, Bud Dupree, who had a sack last week. They brought in Jesse Bates, who uh, the the old. Bengals. yeah he's one of the top uh, like he's like one or two in the league right now and in interceptions so I, th- I think their defense is a little underrated i mean last
0: year i know they were a top team against the spread betting and stuff like that so like they're they're a good overall team i love their offense i just i wish they'd just spread the ball around a little bit more that's all i mean that being said i think we both have the falcons minus two and a half currently correct yep Now, this next game is making me a little nervous because I agree with you. The Browns or the Panthers are going to cover this week. I don't know which one, but you can bet your bottom dollar that one of those is going to cover. But I'm rolling with Tua, winning big at home against the Carolina Panthers. And that current spread is minus 14. I think that's going to go up, actually. But current minus 14, I'm taking the Dolphins to win big.
1: James? I'm going to take the Panthers, and I actually think the spread will probably go down. It'll probably go under 14, if I had to guess. Might go down. Well,
0: I mean, we're, we're different against the Dolphins, that's for sure. Every week, I love Tua. You hate Tua. And I'm hoping you're wrong on this one, but it does seem like it's down to those two. I mean, you got Sunday Night Football, but that's so far away with the big spreads. I just One of those two is going to cover, might even win. I just don't know which one. I'm hoping it's not the Dolphins uh, or the Panthers, though. Uh, the Panthers are just garbage. I mean, they only have Adam Thielen as an offensive weapon. They don't have a running back. I don't know how they're going to stop two in that offense.
1: I actually, like Mingo a lot for the Panthers is a really good wide receiver, and they got uh, Chark Jr. The wide receiver core isn't that terrible. They're just injured. Is DJ Chark is he back yet? Yeah, like, he's playing. I know he's
0: on the team, but he's just injured. Like I'm just saying, their current roster. Yeah, they just scored a
1: touchdown last week. Pretty garbage.
0: I don't know. I like the Dolphins minus 14. You're going Panthers plus 14.
1: Yeah, I like the under in that one, too. The under. What is that currently? Do you know? I
0: think it's like around 47 and a half. 47 and a half. I like that. I could see Tua winning like 30 to 3. That'd make us both happy. Next game, we got the home team of the Bears plus 3 versus the Minnesota Vikings. I think that last game was just a spirit game behind Dick Buckus passing. Um, the Bears are shit, so I'm taking the Vikings minus three, even though the Vikings aren't that great and they typically play close games. It's just after a Bears win like that on primetime football, I just they're going to get destroyed, I think, even without Justin Jefferson. Vikings minus three. James?
1: Yeah, I also like the Vikings minus three. I uh, expect uh, the whole fallen hero theory to come through for the Vikings in this one. They lost their best player. So everyone will kind of rally around the fact they lost Jefferson. Some people will step up, play a little better than they normally do, and they should be able to get um, get them this win at least against a poor Bears team.
0: Yeah, the Bears are just, they're trash. Like, I i like that you said that they're coming off a bit their biggest win of the season. The Vikings don't have their best player. So I think they'll rally around that. I, I expect the Vikings to win big. Kirk Cousins is on the trade market. I think he wants to play well. Show that he doesn't need Justin Jefferson. So I like the Vikings big on this one. Might have to change my best better pick. Next game we got the, this was a tough game for me. I, the Jaguars and the Colts. Right now the Jaguars are at home and the line is minus four and a half. They've been playing in London. Like, so now they're actually back in the States. And I'm going to go with the Colts on this one, just on that alone. Like they've been playing in London. Now they're coming back. The Colts have been here the whole time. I just, I'm on that alone. I'm going with the Colts plus four and a half, James.
1: Yeah, I'm going with the Colts as well. I uh, by the time Sunday comes around, I might like this one even more. The uh, like you said, Jaguars spending two whole weeks and well more than two weeks in London playing two games there. They um, might have a little bit of jet lag, and it just seems like a a bad spot for them. Good spot for the Colts to come in. I don't know. I might even like the Colts more with Gardner Minshew than with Richardson. Oh, I love
0: Gardner Minshew. Love him. He's a legit, probably the best backup quarterback in the NFL right now. I don't know if you can bring up anybody that can even argue that.
1: But if- I it. Did-
0: Wait, go ahead. Sorry to cut you off on that. I just love Gardner Minshew. I had to give him a shout-out.
1: Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, Jonathan Taylor should get some runs this week. It seems like they, uh, they got that offensive line back to how that was a couple years ago, and the one-two punch of Jonathan Taylor and, and Moss has, uh, has been working out pretty good for him, so I feel like I'm not run the ball, and Minshew's, like, a stable quarterback you know what you're gonna get. He's probably not gonna turn the ball over. He might not get a lot of big plays, but he'll hit those, like, easy their downs kind of like a what you get out of brock purdy so i think the colts might keep this one close a little bit of jet lag on the jets and uh they can keep it like a field goal loss or better
0: yeah i like it a lot man now the next game i'm gonna this was also hard i'm probably gonna end up changing this pick but currently i have the texans plus one and a half at home against the Saints. I I I don't both these teams are wishy-washy like they show up one week and then they play like crap the next week like if Alvin Kamara can get going and the Saints can prove to me that they have an offense like they have weapons like I just don't car like they need to figure out the quarterback like can't play with a hurt car. And Winston sucks after a while if you let him throw 100 times. So, like, I don't know. you got a good runner. Let him run. I'm just so confused on this line. Like, I look at him on paper, and the Saints are just, like, so much better on defense, and they have playmakers on offense. But just right now, they, I don't know. I Right now, I'm taking the Texans plus one and a half. James?
1: I'm have to go with the Saints in this one. Uh, I think I saw Carr practice all this week. I think his shoulder might be doing better. Um, the last two weeks, he struggled they haven't looked great, but their defense has looked good. I think – Well, they beat the shit out of the Patriots last week. Yeah, I think one of the problems with uh, the matchup here for the Texans – Is the Saints and their coach Allen. They like to run a lot of uh like tricks with their defensive line. They'll put like six guys on the line, and you'll have to try to figure out which ones are rushing and which ones are dropping back. And that can be confusing for even a veteran quarterback and offensive line. But Houston, I believe, has like four or six, even I don't know. Like half they've gone through an entire offensive line already that's on the IR. So they're working with a bunch of second-tier guys on the offensive line and a rookie quarterback. So I think the uh, Saints pass rush might give them some troubles. I like the Saints to cover this one. Leaning over on it as well. I was actually thinking about picking up Derek Carr in uh, fantasy as my like a streaming quarterback this week, but I'm going to have to think on that more.
0: Who are you starting this week in fantasy?
1: Well, my starting quarterback is um, the Lions quarterback, Golf.
0: Golf. That's not bad. He's balling out. I see he's on some people's MVP list, which I think is laughable, but the Lions are playing good football. I think we're actually getting to that soon. Lost my spot here. Uh, anything else you want to say on the Texans and Saints? I do agree. This is one of the toughest lines for me. Like I just, I if the Saints show up, they're going to win big. But like they're just, they're just so back and forth. I don't know what Saints team is going to show up. So you're going Saints minus one and a half. I'm Texans plus one and a half. Yep. Okay. Next game is <clears throat> the last one PM game. We got the Bengals at home minus two and a half versus the Seattle Seahawks. I'm going Bengals minus two and a half. I think Burrow's back. I think their offense is going to show off against Seahawks. The Legion of Doom is not there anymore, or the Legion of Boom, whatever they call themselves. They're not there anymore. So I think Burrow's back, and he's going to ball out. Bengals win big, minus two and a half.
1: James? Yeah, I like the uh, Seahawks in this one. I, um... I don't know. It just seems like a bad spot for the Bengals. It seems like the Seahawks are really up for this game for some reason. I saw a lot of DK Metcalf was talking a lot of trash on uh, Jamar Chase. Ooh. And saying that he thought that the uh, rookie corner for the Seattle Seahawks, Witherspoon, who was taking like number five or whatever, six, somewhere in there, he uh, he thought that he'd be able to shut Jamar Chase down. And I kind of think it's a good strategy. I think Jamar Chase might be the type of guy you can kind of get into his head. He like tends to have a lot of drops. So if he's not focused, could be a good uh, way to get him to not be at his best.
0: You don't have to focus too much when your quarterback's throwing darts out there.
1: Yeah, but I mean, he drops a lot too. Like uh, right in his wheelhouse, I
0: mean, he's like yeah. the
1: modern-day Terrell Owens.
0: He's not. He's not their only weapon there. I think this is a big game for Joe
1: Mixon. I think
0: the Seahawks' defense is not that good,
1: so I think this. they haven't. Mixon hasn't been playing that great. They haven't been running the ball that well. Their offensive line, despite all they put into it, still is pretty shaky for the Bengals. Higgins has been hurt I'm not I think he's a game time decision this week I he might if he's not playing I think that hurts the Bengals a lot
0: I'll give yeah he's a big weapon coming across the middle I'll give you that so he's questionable or doubtful
1: he's a game time decision
0: oh shit All right. Well, there might be two picks I'm changing on the Twitter. So make sure you follow us at Rescue Betters because these lines are close and we are early on the line. So if we have any updates or any changes, we will make sure that they are at least visual for you on our Twitter page. Um, so, again, we're going head-to-head with this one. Bengals minus 2.5. You're taking the Seahawks plus 2.5, correct? Mm-hmm. All right. The first 4 o'clock game, I hate this game. It, like These lines are so weird right now. The Raiders minus 2.5 at home versus the Patriots. I know everybody's hating on the Patriots right now, but... Like, Bill Belichick is not going to stand quietly getting their asses kicked by the Dallas Cowboys in primetime. And then getting shut out 34 nothing. I think, was the final score last week against the Saints. Like, Belichick, this game's going to be wild. Like, I, I think he's going to pull out all—unless if he's purposely shitting the bed to get Caleb Williams. Like, I don't know if he's that smart to do that. Like, if he's purposely shitting the bed, then— the Raiders should win this game easily. But if he's not shitting the bet on purpose to get the number one pick, the Patriots should win this game by a landslide. Like, I don't know why. I don't know. Everybody's against them right now, so I guess that's... I'm going with the Patriots plus two and a
1: half. James? Yeah, I mean, I would have to imagine this is a bad matchup for the Raiders. You have an offensive head coach going against the defensive coach that he spent his whole career under. I mean, (laughs) anyone should be able to figure out the Raiders' offense, it should be Bill Belichick. I mean, he watched it every day in practice for years. So I feel like that's a little bit of a disadvantage there for the Raiders. Um, I mean, you could kind of say it goes both ways, but I don't necessarily feel that it does in this case. (laughs) But the uh, Raiders also just – uh, they're de- it's it's really just, like, the the worst defense the Pats seem to have faced this year. The Pats seem to have just, like, matched up against all the best defenses at the beginning of the year, and I feel like it's kind of given a uh...
0: – Yeah, their schedule's been rough, man, and everybody's hating on them, and it's like, dude, it's Bill Belichick. Man.
1: Yeah, and this is a – it, like, opens up from here on out where they, they play some easier teams. So I think everyone's, like, judging an offense that has a new offensive coordinator. They're trying to find their way, and they happen to play a bunch of the hardest defenses – now that they're gonna play some easier defenses, we'll get to see maybe a little more of what this offense can become. Uh, I just feel like people don't have as much patience as maybe they used to. So. Sometimes like it takes a few games to figure out what you're doing and I think this might be a get right spot for the Patriots here. I kinda like the over in it too. Matt Jones or uh, Mac Jones is another one I was considering for my uh, fantasy quarterback streamer.
0: See now I like that one better than Carr. But Carr has
1: more weapons.
0: He's got a he yeah, You got Lave, a lava, he's got Michael he got, Thomas. Yeah, and then you got Camara
1: Yeah, you got Camara out of the back yeah, too. He's
0: got Jimmy Graham
1: back now too. He's yeah, but seat. they got uh I think I don't know if Johnson's playing up, but they have a really good tight end in Johnson. Um yeah, I feel like he's got more especially explosive weapons like Olave. Then they have that uh, young kid that had a really good week one. Um yeah. or something Shaheen or something like that.
0: I, yeah, I mean the Saints and the Patriots, like I think they're both like they're trying to figure stuff out on offense right now, and you said it best. Like I know for a fact they just got their asses stomped by the Saints and the Saints defense is solid. They lost. They were in the game with the Eagles and the Eagles defense, their rush defense is really solid. Their pass defense is a little weaker this year for some reason, but it's still good. I mean, they're number 3 in the power rankings for a reason. They're playing really good teams and I just the Raiders are shit. Like if Max Crosby isn't making plays, I don't I don't know how the Raiders are gonna be in this game. Like so are we both going Patriots plus two and a half?
1: Yeah, I think it'd be a big
0: Hunter Henry game too. Ooh, I forgot about him. Do you have you like, ha- you like ha- your props, that could be a good touchdown prop. Ooh, I like Hunter Henry. I forgot about him. See right now the game the games are so early they didn't even have a lot of the props up. That's what sucks. But I'm going to roll with the props that I do have for the best better. But let's not get too ahead. Might change that, actually. That was a good one. I like that a lot. Uh, The next 4 o'clock game, we got the Buccaneers at home plus 3 against Goff and the Lions uh bucks are coming off a bye week i do believe baker mayfield has been looking solid as a quarterback like i think this is going to be a good game the buccaneers defense is stout i like the buccaneers plus three at home james
1: yeah i like the bucks as well it seems like a uh like the lions are kind of due for a letdown game they've been playing really good to start of the year it seems like a little like a spot where they might stub their toe so i was kind of thinking about not starting golf the bucks as good as Baker Mayfield has played, the Bucks. The strength of the Bucks is their defense, and uh, I think sometimes people even forget that. As great as Tom Brady was, like. When they won that Super Bowl, it was because of their defense. Their their defense is the strength of that team, even with all the offensive weapons. So, I feel like they might be able to put up a good effort here. For some reason, I feel like the Lions like, never do well. Uh, maybe even all those NFC North teams never do well whenever they uh, have to travel down to Tampa for some reason, going all the way down to Florida in the humidity or something. And they don't do well, but I think the uh, – the Bucks defense will be a factor, so I like the under a lot in this one too. I think that the um, the Bucks will keep it keep it low scoring. Both teams might run the ball more than even usual. The Lions have been running the ball a lot lately, but I could see a low scoring game that uh, comes down to like a field goal at the end. So at the best, I would see was the Lions minus three.
0: Yeah, currently, yes.
1: Yeah, so to me, the best you're looking for is a push if you bet the Lions. So I would take the Bucks and figure the worst I'm looking at is a push.
0: I like it. So we're together on that one. The next one's interesting as well. The Rams minus seven and a half at home against the Arizona Cardinals. Seven's a lot, but the Cardinals suck. So I'm going with the Rams minus seven and hoping for a push or better here. Like, I think seven's a lock, but the, that garbage shit, I hate. Like, with two minutes left, you're down 30, and you score a touchdown, you know what I mean? And it, you cover the last second, like, I hate that. So I'm worried about that a little bit, but I like the Rams minus seven at home.
1: James? I think we're going to go in this one on the list. This was a tough one for me, the um...
0: seven. Give me six and a half, I'll take all day. Seven's rough.
1: Yeah, it's a... I'm going to take the points. I think that the Rams have looked better than people thought, but I still don't think they're great. And the cards have looked better than people thought, even though they're not great. So I think this is a matchup of two shittier teams than people even are giving credit to right now. So I think it could be an ugly game that, uh, like, I don't see anyone really getting too far out ahead in. So I'll take the, the points in this one.
0: Yeah, I just, for some reason, I can see it like the Rams being up like 14 and then the Cardinals score like last second touchdown and then they do the bullshit onside kick and they lose by seven and it's like
1: yeah i can see it being a push or Ugh. this game just set goes off at seven being a push or.
0: it's this this one's rough so you're going cardinal you're taking the points plus seven yeah.
1: I, i'm laying the points all right gotcha
0: i like it head-to-head battle that's what this is for uh the last four o'clock game this one's also hard the Jets plus six and a half at home against the Philadelphia Eagles. The Jets defense is stout. We all saw what they did against the Chiefs on prime time. But the Eagles can run that ball, man. Oh, I just, the Jets quarterback situation is just rough for me. Like, I, they can't, it's hard to win games on defense alone. You got to be able to score some points on offense. I, the Eagles defense is stout. Like, I just, I don't know how the Jets. It's a lot of points to cover on the road, but I think the Eagles are going to do it. I don't see them losing until, like, week 13 when they play the Niners, to be honest. So I'm going with the Eagles minus 6.5.
1: James? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Jets in this one. I uh, think um, Zach Wilson's playing a little better that people might want to give him credit to. He um, just has to keep him afloat as long as he doesn't turn the ball over. Bryce Hall has been running the ball really well. He seems like he's completely back from his injury. And then they actually have some solid running backs behind him to keep it going. Their offensive line isn't great, but if they can uh, get a couple big plays, I think their defense can keep them in it because, like you said, the Eagles run the ball well. But with Sauce Gardner back there, they're, they're able to, whereas most teams can't, put, uh, like, a Brown in single coverage. They don't have to worry about putting Brown in single coverage, which allows them to put more people in the box, kind of stack up against that run. And they seem to have a... I think I saw that the Jets think they have the answer to the uh, whole Eagles tush push or whatever they got going on there. So... I like the Jets to keep it close enough. <clears throat> the Eagles seem to just find a way to scrape out it. A, like a, I feel like the Eagles should have lost two or three games already, but they just while they're figuring their cells out here in the early parts of the season, they just keep squeaking out wins. So it's hard to go against them, but I'll take the points in this one too because the Eagles have been playing close games lately. Yeah, I mean, I think we're
0: at an agreement it's going to be a defensive game. Like, I like – usually I go offensive props, but if, if I can find some, you know, tackle overs for some players, maybe even a sauce gardener pick, I love that Carter for the Eagles. Like, oh, uh, man, I'd like him to get a sack this game because the Jets' offensive line is not that great. So, like, Carter's a beast, so – I like a lot of defensive props. Like tomorrow, I'll be looking into that, and I'll update you on on Twitter. For Just short. don't get in a car with them. <laughs> that is true that that really hurt his draft stock didn't it like Mm -hmm. man like boy are teams shaking their heads and just being like damn we could have had the best defensive player but we let him go that sucks when it comes to draft time and you mess up like teams look down on that and the kid's a baller like i know he messed up but and the kid can play football so you're we're head to head here yeah Okay, so Eagles, I got Eagles minus 6.5, your Jets plus 6.5. So prime time now. This is your bread and butter, so I'm going to let you talk more on these ones. Sunday night football, we got the biggest spread of the week so far. Bills minus 15.5 at home against the New York football Giants. The Bills just lost in London. The Giants are arguably the worst team in the NFL I like the Bills. That's a lot of points, but I'm taking the Bills minus 15 and a half to destroy the Giants
1: on prime time. James, yeah, I got to go Giants in this one. The uh, the Bills have a lot of problems going on right now. The they basically lost one of their key players on every level. I'm oh not,
0: yeah, their middle linebacker.
1: Yeah, like their middle linebacker, which is like the key to their de- one of the keys to their defense is gone. Um, their top defensive tackle is gone. And I believe their one of their safeties is still out, so um, I think the B- Bills have some problems on defense, and that's really been like their strength. I mean, also their top corner is gone, was is gone. So like the they have all kind of issues on defense over there for the Bills. Uh, and last I heard, I believe the Giants are getting Barkley back. I don't know if that's, I don't think that's for sure yet, but. I think it was trending in the direction that Saquon was going to play in this one. So you can expect him to get like that one 80 yard run that gives the Giants a touchdown. And then honestly, I'm not a huge Daniel Jones fan. So um, I believe uh, Tyrod Taylor is playing for the Giants and i felt like tyrod taylor like you're talking about great backup quarterbacks i feel like tyrod taylor is one of those top backup quarterbacks in the league he uh he's just a steady guy that doesn't make a lot of mistakes and just comes in there he's not gonna make big plays for you but he does make big play like relatively big plays with his feet like he's he might not break off 80 yard runs but he seems to be able to get those first downs like the five seven yard runs that other quarterbacks it's a little tougher for them to get he's he's Picks those up pretty easily, so I could see the Giants squeaking out some field goals and one one big touchdown from Barkley, and then maybe like three field goals, and they end up with 16 points and uh, they keep the Bills under 30, and they cover this.
0: You think they're going to keep the Bills under 30? Playing in the United States, <laughs> I, think, I think you're crazy.
1: The Bills are coming back. They got that hangover from playing in London. Like they didn't play well in London, and now they're coming back from London. They seem to. You could almost say that the London game showed you they don't handle the travel well. So it,
0: uh, But they're coming back to Bills Mafia, dude. Like,
1: they're coming back. I hear you. Coming back and when they win Buffalo. by 14 points, Bills Mafia and the Bills will be real excited. Yeah, that. About it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> 15 and a half is a lot, dude. Like, I am I feel you. He brought up some good points that I didn't even. Jones got benched. Like Daniel, no, he's hurt.
1: Oh, he's hurt. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's a big... He, like, hurt his hip, I believe, in the last game. He didn't play. uh, That's why they got... The Giants probably... They almost covered the last week because Tyrod Taylor came in and, like, took them right down the field. Jones, I think, hurt his hip, and, like I said, at this point, I think Taylor might even be an upgrade over Jones. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. Tyrod Taylor is solid, like... And he used to play for the Bills, so this might be... Yeah, it's like a revenge game, too. Yeah. God damn it, dude. There's gonna be... Yeah, he was the... Starter for the Bills for a while.
0: <laughs> I No, to keep it head-to-head, I'm not going to change this one. A couple of my other picks I might change come tomorrow on the Twitter, but for this one, for this episode, I'm going to stay firm, and I'm going to stick to my word. Sunday night football, we will have a head-to-head battle. I'm taking the Bills no matter what, so... I, t- I don't like 15 and a half though. That is a lot for betting. Like I'm that's not a good bet.
1: Like, you are not, not wearing a lot of the Yeah, if money, you're if you're, you're if you're
0: listening money. and you're putting all your money on the bills like that I'm telling you right now that is not a good bet. I am just doing this for our 14 games our percentages here. Like no money. I'm just saying, yeah, 15 and a half is a lot. That's not a good bet, but I'm taking it. So And then Monday Night Football, I don't know if we're going to be head-to-head on this one. I'm biased towards the Cowboys, so I'm taking the Cowboys on the road against the Chargers at minus two and a half. But the Chargers are at home. Eckler's back. It makes me a little nervous. Dax doesn't play well in prime time, but the Chargers defense is trash. So you got Pollard in fantasy, so I expect him to have a big game. I like him to have yardage, over and yardage, touchdown or two. Pollard's going to have a big game against the Chargers.
1: That's the highest over and under of the
0: week, too, I believe, right? Uh, Yeah. Last I saw it was in the 50s. Yeah. So I'd like that over, too. Like, I think this is going to be a typical Cowboys shootout. So Cowboys minus two and a half. James?
1: This is one of the tougher ones, like the second... The last one I figured out that I'm going to have to go with Chargers in this one. I feel like it's going to be a back-and-forth game the whole time and come down to the end. I just feel like the Cowboys kind of uh they're kind of shell shocked and a little demoralized after that Niners game. Like they're still like whining about it in the media and stuff. Like they just won't let it go. Like, Dak's
0: fingers busted up too. Like he's not good to begin with, but like if you're giving him a crutch, like
1: dude, been, Tony
0: Pollard better go off or I'm getting that one wrong too.
1: They've been like, showing uh <laughs> bars in Dallas where they're sweeping the, the uh, bar floor with Dak jerseys. Like things are things are unsettled there in Dallas, so I'll take the Chargers in this one.
0: Now, are the Chargers, are they firmly in L.A. yet, or are they still playing in San Diego?
1: No, yeah, they're in L.A. They're in L.A., so they
0: share the same
1: stadium with, with the
0: Rams. Yeah. All right, so at least they have a nice stadium for the Cowboys to come and beat the shit out of them. And, oh, I like that we're going head-to-head, and I'm staying it because I'm not going against the Cowboys, and I, I'm staying firm on the Bills. So we got at least those two are staying head-to-head for this competition. And then for this week's competition, I only have three bets because I'm trying to focus more on one solo bets to be profitable and to actually get myself out of the red. So I have three bets. James, how about you? I got uh, four. You got four? Mm -hmm. All right. So since you have more, you can lead off and then end. So go ahead with your first one.
1: I'm going to go with uh, the Panthers, the Bucks, and the Giants in a three-team parlay be for 300 to win 1678 payout 1978
0: right nice. so that was a three-teamer you started out with
1: yeah giants all
0: right i got Panthers, one bucks i got one of those i'm gonna go with the browns under 35 and a half the titans under 41 and a half and we are again going against tua again i love the dolphins to win big so for that three-team parlay Browns under, Titans under, Dolphins minus fourteen. I got a hundred on that to win five ninety-six for a total payout of six hundred and ninety-six.
1: James? Yeah, I'm going a little crazy this week. I'm gonna go Giants, Panthers, Pats in a three team parlay. Three hundred to win, seventeen ninety-five, payout of two thousand ninety five. Did you just
0: come up with that or you have that written down?
1: You're not gonna disclose that
0: information. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. My next one, I'm going with a fourteen parlay. It's all touchdown props. I got Terry McLaurin for the Commander's touchdown at plus 200. Adam Thielen for the Panthers' touchdown, plus 210. Alvin Kamara, touchdown at minus 135. And then Kenneth Walker III for a touchdown at plus 100. All combined, $50 wins 1,568 for a total win of 1,618.
1: James. Okay, I'm gonna go uh, Giants, Panthers, Saints, three-team parlay, 300 to win 1678 for 1978 on a Giants, Saints, Panthers parlay.
0: And My third, and I love it because I'm putting all my eggs into his basket again. I'm doing 850 doll hairs of my thousand for we are allowed to bet on to win 772 for a total payout of 1,622. On Tua minus 14. Fuck your Panthers.
1: I'm gonna do a uh, five team parlay. <laughs> Buck? <laughs> Sorry, I should
0: have about a five team parlay? That's not allowed. Saints? That's not, we said four. <laughs> we said four. Okay. Timeout. Flag on the play. We said four.
1: I, mean, I think you're right. So I'm gonna go with a four team parlay. I'm going to take uh, Buck's money line, Pat's money line, Panthers and Giants. Uh, that's 100 to win 1864 for a payout of 1964. Nice. And that's that's your last bet? Yep.
0: gotta get
1: myself a 1000000 And
0: that's everything we got for you on week six episode six of Rescue Betters. Make sure you follow us on our Twitter page at Rescue Betters. So that's R-E-S C-U-E-B-E-T-T-O-R-S. Make sure you follow us on our Twitter page for our actual up-to-date picks. Um, that's everything we have for you. Thank you for listening. And make sure you follow our other podcasts that I do with my son. It's a weekly wrestling podcast called Wrestledads. Dads. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Podcasts. We'll see you next week. Today's episode is brought to you by DeLuca Duck Eggs. <laughs> I start the day with 11 raw DeLuca duck eggs. The duck is a living velociraptor, and my body runs better with prehistoric alpha predator protein. The duck is the moneymaker of the bird world. Just look at Scrooge McDuck. That's just science. I knock out a quick workout, all glamour muscles. This isn't for function, this is for intimidation. When my biceps are blazing, my body is hopped up on duck protein, I make sweet love to all my future baby mamas with each week's FanDuel spreads taped to my headboard and Pat McAfee playing at full blast in the background. My theory behind this is at climax, you're closer to the collective subconscious, and the pics just come to me. Again,
1: science. <laughs> Did you edit edit the, the wrestling podcast yet on the other night? No. You didn't do the editing yet? No. Like, like it's why? partially done, but it's not done. Why? What happened? What do you want to do? Huh? Why? i was just i was wondering if anything weird happened on it on the podcast yeah on your podcast
0: i don't think so why because
1: i uh, the computer was set up like this on the table and i heard it going off oh did you listen into it so like you were a lot like like uh so like when i went in you guys were doing the podcast and i clicked on it And I could hear you guys talking. Really? Yeah. And so (laughs) I (laughs) I tried to play like a... Uh, Like I thought it'd be funny. I played like the macho man. (laughs) I don't know going like, oh, yeah, snapping to a Slim gym, But, like, I played it, and, like, you guys didn't phase you guys at all. So I assumed that, like, you couldn't hear me or something, so I just closed out. That's hilarious.
0: It did not mean that it didn't go through, because when I'm doing it on my phone, I can't hear him when he talks, and then he mutes himself. So, like, it very well could have went through. Definitely. And Julie and I were watching a movie, too. So, like, I had, like, just partially listening to them and watching a movie with Joel Lee. So you could have definitely snuck that in. <laughs> That's fucking funny, dude. I didn't know. And we'll that. find out later this we'll find out later this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> That's great.